Hi guys, welcome back to CanaryCast. Good to see you back here. The transfer window, or at least Norwich's business, seems to be done. There is about nine hours left of the transfer window, but I don't think we're going to see anything else coming in. Stuart Webber has done his bit. Um, me and Jacob have kept our cards quite close to our chest on incomings, especially after we lost Buendia because we had to give him a chance to replace him, of course. I think he's now done that. So we're going to sit down and just have a chat about the lads that have come in this window. We're not going to focus on Gibson and Janulis. I feel like we all know enough about them and their own game. But we are going to talk about all the new guys and just go through it in detail, what we think of them, etc., etc. So strap yourselves in. We'll start with Milo Rashica. Jacob, what have you made of it so far? Yeah, I just, I just want to say in general before we go on to these, I, th I think with, with Stuart Webber, like the, the budget he's been given, a plus of Wendy Money, I don't think you really ask much more. What is it, like 11 signings plus a couple of youth team players as well, which Liam Gibbs looks very good for the future. It's yeah. just pure shit house to get him from Ipswich. I just love that, by the way. And uh, yeah, a couple of others who, who look look exciting. They could turn out to be a Melbourne City. They could turn out to be a Max Aaron. Who knows? But uh, yeah, in terms of receipture, um, it's very, uh, I, I tweeted after the lesson, it would be really nice to see uh, him come up against uh, non-Premier League winners, the most recent Premier League winners. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think there's there's potential there. And that he doesn't really fit the Farker system, which again is something we'll go on to in a bit about how probably Daniel needs to adapt now with, with the players mm. he's got because... In an ideal world, he doesn't go with wingers. And you can see with Rasicha, there's, there's talent there. He can easily beat a man. I'd like to see him be a bit more aggressive in terms of running behind a little bit more. Yeah. But I think there's potential there. And you can see with Sargent, it's when he came on the pitch, you can just see a little link up there that they were looking for each other and those sort of things. If you can build that up with Milot, I think there's a potential there. And you can see where the talent is. I just don't know if he fits us. But if we can adapt to him and he can adapt to us and it gels, then we've got a player there who can, for nine million, fit this league, I think. Yeah, I'd, I don't know about Rashid. So, like you say, he has played the two better teams in the league and Leicester. I just worry if, if it's a bit of a plehetta and we've paid best part of 10 million quid for it. I really hope I'm wrong, honestly. But I just... I think when he first came in, we thought, oh, it's a Buendia replacement, it's a Buendia replacement. I think we can now say it's definitely not, right? He's, he's better than Plata, <clears throat> so we'll, we'll, we can rule that one out. He's better than an O'Neill. He's better than those players who you're like, mm. oh, is he going to be championship? He is a Premier League player. He is a top league player, for sure. I just don't know if he's uh, he's not really a passer, is he? So like no. you say, an Emmy or a Todd, he's not going to play those through balls. He's either going to shoot, which he loves a shot, or he's going to cross it. So it's just a little bit more direct. If you've got the right forward in there, I think he works. It's also interesting if he's playing on the right or left. I don't think Daniel, we've actually got three players at the minute in Jolies, Rosita and Todd, who actually want to be on the left yeah. rather than the right. So that's, again, a slight little tweak that you just have to make. But I think he will work out if we adapt him properly. I, I think it's a piece of business where you can see it happening. It just needs to really, everyone to adapt properly to really make it work. Yeah, OK, you mentioned him there. Let's talk about Christos Zolis, because this is the one I'm probably most excited by, to be honest. I just I know he's young. We've put quite a bit of weight on his shoulders already, which he will need to deal with. But he just looks really exciting, doesn't he? It was fascinating. I was obviously at the Bournemouth game and was just watching him, really just watching him, to be honest with you, because yeah. the ball was going out to him a lot. and just really looking at what kind of player he is. And he's for 19. You forget he's 19, only had one kind of senior appearance. Bournemouth were awful, by the way. Mm. But I'm just kind of saying him in general, what his patterns of play were. He's very intelligent with what he's doing. He knows his game quite well in terms of he defended well. He came, so he came back and helped his fullback, Brandon Williams, a lot of times. 
he he kind of liked to drift a lot more like an Emmy than what Rasic would do, who I'd say is more an out-and-out winger. You can yeah. see why Jolie scores goals, because a lot of the second half, he was drifting very central, almost uh, number 10 forward position, when he didn't have the ball, which was really interesting to see. And yeah, he likes to score goals. He like You can see he's hungry for that. And I think he'll be one of those players who plays without fear. Didn't look like he was that bothered by the occasion. Like There's 20,000 Orange fans there. He's never played in front of fans before. Mm. So And there was expectation there. You know, he's, what, 10 million signing. One Probably going to be our record signing if yeah. everything goes well in terms of add-ons and everything. Uh, but no, he's fearless. And that's what I would like to see. Hopefully he's back for Arsenal with that calf injury. Hopefully that's sorted. But there's an excitement there. And I think, like I say, fearlessness, which will just go, right, Christos, go out, play your game and try and win us, <laughs> win us some points. Yeah. Josh Sargent's next. But I also want to talk about Zolis in this context as well. What have you made of us signing partnerships from across Europe, from Werder and Pauk? Yeah, I think Josh is a, is one which, if we're going to play this the, the more Farker system of 4 3 3 then Josh has to start up top on his own because Timu can't, unfortunately. Mm. There's a lot of long aimless balls against Leicester, which Timu's just never going to win. It's never been his game. It never will be his game. You need to play intricate passes to him. And without Emmy, without Jolice on the pitch... He's not going to get the service. Todd was drifting in and out of the game, I think. Yeah, the service, his predominant service is behind. Max gave him a lovely ball in the second half, which he couldn't catch up with. And he's still finding fitness. But if you want someone who's going to relieve the pressure, hold the ball up, be quick in and about it, Josh Sargent's man. The only thing about him is his finishing. And just on the partnerships, do you think that'll be a wise move or not? Do you think it will? Yeah, like I said, like I said with Miller, it's um, it's one of those which you could see they're looking for each other. Mm. Janula seems to have really frustrated Daniel, so that will be very interesting to see what happens there because. Those Man City goals were to blame, and you could see how angry Farker was. He doesn't yeah. take players off at half time, and then to, then Brandon Williams has made a mistake against Leicester now. So who who starts against Arsenal? But yeah, Jolie and Janulis, they look like they they know each other's game very well. They're obviously helping each other, or uh, Dimmy's helping Jolie settle in. Would be very very key to see who starts at Leicester at uh, Arsenal because two left backs now have made two glaring errors for goals. We'll wait and see. Yeah, especially frustrating after Janoulis was so good against Liverpool opening day, of course. Um, the other thing on Sargent, just very quickly, do you think he's going to challenge Pukki in terms of goals scored? Because I think you can you can see he needs to work on his finishing. He's only 21, so there's plenty of time for that. But do you think he's going to get sort of Timu numbers? Because I'm not 100% convinced. His all-round game is actually very good for what we need. Like I say, he's mm. big presence, he's quick. He's good in the air. He, he's got everything apart from, it looks like, that clinical edge. If you had yeah. Timu Puki's clinical edge in Josh Sargent's body, Jesus, you'd have a 15, yeah. 20 <laughs> goal season, yeah. forward, and he'd go for 50-odd million. Unfortunately, <laughs> we haven't got that that uh, that kind of, yeah, that player. I mean, the same with Adam Eder. I think we've been questioned, who has a similar frame. And again, missed a good chance against Leicester. Mm. That is just that clinical edge you need with that one chance, bang. I, I just don't think Josh has that. Hopefully... Daniel can somehow get him to that level. Like you say, he's only 21, so there's more than enough time for him to grow. I can see there's there's huge potential there. Um, that, yeah, that clinical finishing, it, you either have it or you don't. You if He's going to have to work very, very hard to adapt to it and get it. Mm. OK, let's move on. And this is my pick for bargain of the window, or at least in terms of Norwich signings, Pierre-Lise Malou. 
I think that's a very good bit of business. Didn't have the best game at the weekend, but actually what I've seen from him in parts, I'm quite encouraged, especially for the three and a half million up front we paid. Very good on the ball. Only problem with him is the pace and the, and the mobility. I mean, yes, for me, like I look at it and see, I'm kind of baffled as to why he doesn't hold and yeah, Gilmore's the box to box. Yeah. I don't know if that's a, a Lee Malou kind of thing where he's 28, he knows his game, he's like, no, that's just not me. Um, but he then, puts in a lot of tackles. Like, he would yeah. suit that. I, would. I, for me, I don't... I, for me, I look at him and go, he's the perfect sitter. Him mm. and Norman to sit, and then you have someone in front of that. Yeah. That, for me, if Norman's good, that is, of course. Kenny interchanger with him if he's if there's a problem, or even Kenny in front of them. Lee Malou just looks like he can sit, spray it about, and then with a number, uh, a Norman uh, beside him, he can then, you know, go up the pitch a little bit, amble, have a shot from range. That looks to me like the, the perfect player. I, I'm baffled as to why those two aren't just swapped round. I think you have less of a problem there. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. OK, up next, Angus Gunn. We know a lot about Angus from time he's spent here. How much do you think we'll see of him this season? Because I don't think Tim Krull's had the best start without being terrible. No, very true. I, I, I've been quite disappointed with him, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, he's made a good save against uh, Vardy on uh, Saturday. Yeah. But the, first, the last couple of games, yeah, I, I think his distribution wasn't great. Against Bournemouth, Angus didn't have many saves to make, but his distribution was excellent. I think we're looking long-term next season where he yeah. really starts pushing, regardless of what league we're in. Um, but I think he's ready to... I think you can see the hunger. And obviously, we love it. The sentimental point of view where... He loves the club. I, I think I just think this is the perfect fit for him, and we will see him come good. And but if he, he, everyone says it's five million, it's about two and a half. It probably will get to five with add-ons. And if he gets those add-ons, then he's done well for Norwich at the end of the day. Yeah. And that that means we've got a good solid goalkeeper. I think he could be here for the net. Well, it's for the rest of his career, to be honest with you. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you. Okay, let's talk about the loans, or at least the loans before they come permanent. Uh, Norman, the one that landed the other day, he is a tank, and he will nick your misses. <laughs> his instagram is yeah yeah, yeah it's amazing bloody hell, yeah i know weber's talking about attack <laughs> jesus christ he's massive isn't he he's but weird. uh fascinating one because um obviously at brighton under 23s uh, saw people being like oh it's not good enough for brighton how can be good for us you know it's the same with i don't know soto for example you start him in the 23s if he comes through great if not then you and he said he's found himself at russia quite deep but you know it is what it is mm. um he says he likes to tackle. His stats don't really tell you that, but he no. tells you he's very good in, in the inception uh, category. I think this is almost your Lucas rip upgrade in terms of height, physicality and quality. In terms of, yes, he's mobile. He's probably your most early skip that you're going to get. Yeah. And still, there's obviously question marks in terms of he's never played in the Premier League before, so it will take time to adapt. There's no other league like it. Russia is quite slow and it's, it's, it's challenging in terms of the weather. It's, it's not the Premier League fast pace. Yeah. But again, you have that slight problem, obviously, if he gets injured, then you don't really have anyone to cover him. Um, but all well, in all... With that on. in mind, a loan to buy is probably quite smart in this situation. Yeah, no, the, the, the whole deal in general is, is yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah, same with when we've gone to Kabak. The loan to buy is, is the most ideal thing for Norwich because you don't know where you're going to finish. There's no real guarantee. So if you finish, if you don't finish uh, in the bottom three, great. He's been brilliant. If you do, then see you later. No, we don't need to worry about that again. I think he's he's going to improve Norwich. That's the biggest thing. I think he's going to... We, there's a glaring hole there, isn't there? We saw it again. Billy's just not a CDM. He looks like the perfect box-to-box, Billy. I don't know why we haven't seen that yet in mm. terms of... I can see what Falk is thinking. Get it to him very deep. He wants the ball a lot. 
but let's him, let's get him on the ball where he's going to hurt teams rather than just yeah. this, this pointless passing. Let's, let's keep going with Billy Gilmore because uh, obviously he's been at the club a while now. It seems like we signed him ages ago, yeah. but he is if this season, of course. Um, I'm pretty certain he's going to be a great success, like Holly Skip was. Slightly different player, like you say, box to box. But um, a very good loan deal for us, for Billy and for Chelsea. You can see the quality there. And like I was saying with Lee Malou in terms of sitting, that's what Billy Billy needs as well. He either needs to be alongside someone who will destroy or have two sitters behind him. And then he's the one which kind of floats about. Right. Whilst it's yeah. probably different for his game because Chelsea have a lot of the ball when he's more deep. He's got the legs and he's got the, the ability to be able to go past players. We've seen it in pre-season. And then be able to find those killer passes. I think he's probably the, the one who can probably find those killer passes for a team of Pukki. I don't yeah. think there's really anyone else. It's him or Zollis. It's got to be, surely. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I can't really see anyone else who can do no. that. So either he sits in the two or two behind him and he's in that in the one there. I think mm. we need to scrap the 4 3 I don't think it works for me. It looks too... We're too open without it, without a proper sitter. If Norman's a proper sitter, maybe it does work, but I still think you're, you're overcrowded there. I think you need a two, yeah. really. Uh, to really give that solid base. Helps protect your centre-backs as well. I, I remember looking at a load of Spurs fans and saying, with skip back, how much more better Dyer and Sanchez are by yeah. just having that cover. Because yeah. like Phil Daly said on, on Michael Bailey's live yesterday, if you're going to keep allowing Premier League forwards time and space, they're going to punish you. Yeah. <laughs> so let's stop conceding the silly goals that we are. Because we should have got a point on, on Saturday. I don't want to keep having to say that. A bloody mm. rewind at 1920 where should have got this. Don't, but we conceded crap Should have got this. But conceded crap goal. You've got to have that solidity there. Whilst yeah. pretty football is wonderful. And we love the Farker system. Have to have that solidity in the middle. Because we got overrun last time. We're getting overrun again at the minute. Have to learn and adapt to that very quickly. Okay, two more to go. Let's go with Brandon Williams first. What, what have you made of the little we've seen of him? Yeah, problem problem with your left back being right footed. We saw is is your perfect uh, mm. show on Leicester. Takes the right footed touch, very narrow, loses it, goal. Um, Do you think there's sort of an argument to say if you had him as an inverted wing back and then played a left footer on the left as a winger, it would work better or not? Well, you're only left foot as Plata, so I'd imagine you're not going to want to go with that argument. Well, I so, personally don't know. No, but, but I think it's a brilliant loan deal in terms of he covers left back, he covers right back yeah. well. Yeah. Um, again, I don't know, it'll be like we're saying with the Arsenal thing, who starts now, Janulis or him, because both made mistakes. I think if Max was to get injured, which would be very rare, then he covers well there. I don't, I'm surprised we haven't seen Barley go out on loan, but I guess they're really not trusting Byram at all. So it makes sense. It's a, it's a perfect loan deal in terms of not much loan fee. Probably goes down if he plays more. He'll play a lot. He's very confident in the tackle. That's what I like from him. He's yeah, aggressive. Good. And we need yeah. more of that because he, he's there first. And we need to be a little bit more nasty in terms of being able to go and win that ball. Like Kabak, we'll go on to him in a second. He mm-hmm. loves coming in behind and smashing him. And that's what we need. We need a bit more aggressiveness because we're too nice and pretty to play against sometimes. Williams has got that bite. You can see that. Is he Premier League level? Be interesting to see because he's he's probably still trying to learn his game. He's only played yeah. as much as Premier League games. So you can kind of see that on, against Leicester. But it took him a little bit of time against Leicester after that mistake to get into it again. Again, all Brighton goals should probably be a bit tighter. Comes yeah. off him if you're being really harsh. It was other people's mistakes in the build-up to that. I blame them more in terms of Gilmore, Hanley. But he has to be tighter. He's learning. And that's maybe a problem for Norwich at the minute. You don't you can't have too many people learning mm. all at once because then 
you still get found out, and at the end of the 38 games, you'll get relegated anyway. But no, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a good loan deal in terms of in terms of cost, in terms of cover. Got to wait and see in, until he grows into the team, see what we can grade him, really, I think. Yeah, yeah agreed. agreed. OK, yeah. let's go with Kabak then. Last one. Um, the club done fairly well to keep this one quiet. I don't know if it was as quick a process as it seemed from the outside, but um, I'm pretty chuffed with this one. I think he'll be a better player than he was at Liverpool because he'll be asked to do different things. But... Um, I think we've done fairly well to get this one through the door, to be fair. I think this is a, a major, major key. Uh, yeah. I mean, I looked at him and you think he's about 26. He looks absolute beast. He's still only 21. Yeah. And I watched him for Liverpool last season. Like you say, it took him a little bit of time to develop into their systems and the very high line. But he looks so comfortable on the ball. And like I was saying to people, um, friends and stuff, if he's all right for Liverpool, he's going to be bloody good for Norwich. We are talking yeah. stratosphere in terms of the league. And he helped solidify them when they had real problems. Strength's not going to be an issue because bloody hell is he beasted out. Like even from Liverpool, he is he's a big, big lad. Yeah. And like I say, he's aggressive. He wants to come in and, and take that ball from the attacker. For me, he worked perfectly in a back three with Hanley and Gibson. That gives a whole different dynamic to what you do going forwards yeah. in terms of two, two, one. Is it? Five three two, is it five two one one? What is it like? Or yeah, no five, yeah, whatever it adds up to. But that's a whole different dynamic. I think that works for Norwich. I think with three centre backs, you're a lot more cover free. And if you only have their one CDM, you can help each other out there, like what Wolves do. They actually battered Manchester United with with that. I know they lost. (laughs) It was very Norwich nineteen twenty. But that Wolves looks like the perfect ideal for me. Like I'm looking at that, and they. Whilst they are better quality players, they found that system so well because you can defend deep and then you can counter well mm. and maintain width so easily with that kind of system and also have cover. Like against Leicester, it was, it was four on three and Leicester's advantage at times at the weekend. You just can't keep doing that in this no. in this league. It rips you apart. And also, I think, think back to the Man City performance. I don't know why we didn't go with the five at the back there yeah. because, you know, Man City playing the ball between the gap of the wing back and the centre back is nothing new. They've been doing that for years. Um, so it would be nice to have an extra man there for a bit of cover or to block the cross or whatever. Another head in the air. And then it allows the wing backs to go further forward and not worry quite as much. I uh, just I don't know why we didn't see that, but perhaps we will at some point. What I liked about Kabak as well is he brings it out. He's gone yeah. free-esque with that. And whilst Gibson can pass it, it's very quick with the two centre backs. Every Premier League team has already found out that, OK, Gibson's the passer. So that ball into midfield that he likes is already cut off. Yeah. That's why the first goal happens, because mm-hmm. instead of being able to play that ball in, which then puts Norwich onto the attack, it's already blocked off. They're all, they've already found out. So he's put it long, it's headed back, and then we make a mistake and it's a goal. So that's the problem. You either put Sargent up top, knock it long, get him to knock it down, or you get Kavak mm-hmm. to come into the midfield with Hanley and Gibson behind him. Mm-hmm. You've just got to be a little bit more intelligent. Like I say, we'll go on to Farker in a, in a second. But you've just got to adapt better. And a three at the back for me works better. I think that would suit Aaron's down to the ground. That wing-back roll really pin him wide. Yeah. And, get, and the same with Janunis, which, like I say, you, with that extra width as well, with that extra centre-back cover, he's not going to be as exposed. Agreed. Just a couple of points generally on the signings as a whole. Um, there's quite a few internationals among them. Rashid, Sir, Zolli, Sargent, uh, Norman, yeah. Kabak, Billy Gilmore. That's pretty impressive, mate. It is. It is. And whilst last time we were so, so short, and let's be fair, Daniel Farker got a bit of a free pass in terms of yeah. it couldn't really, couldn't help. Now it's big pressure. 
big pressure yeah. to try and Got to deliver. Not, keeps, not keeps up, but keep make us very competitive. Yeah, there's expectation now on Norwich. Whilst we'll go on and again on a second and say about the goals, I think that's the main issue. We should not be conceding anywhere near the amount of goals against because of that quality, that extra quality. Like I say, in terms of the style of play, you have to adapt now. You have to be a lot smarter and find a way that you're not losing the ball in your own half and then got four attackers v three defenders. You've mm. got to find a way to be able to work that out and make sure you're a lot more constructive in terms of passages of play, a lot more solid to play against, like you found last season at times when we were had were wiped out of injuries. We found ways to win. That's because we were the better team. We can't always outplay teams. We're Leicester at the weekend. Look what West Ham did. They had none of the ball, mm. counter-attacked, did well. At the weekend, we had more of the ball, got countered, and that's what Leicester want to do. You see, yeah. you've got to think about these things when you're playing. Yeah. I don't feel I never feel safe when I'm watching Norwich without the ball either. Like other teams, you watch it, there's a clear discipline. With us, you can see we want to play with the ball a lot. You can't do that at this level. You can't mm. out-football teams because we're not one of the better teams. No, we're not. I completely agree. Um, just one more point I just wanted to make about the signings as a whole. Nice range of ages. Like You've got younger lads, Kabak and Zolis, and then you've got an older, well, not older, but 28 at his peak in Lise Malou. And then Rashidza, Gunn at 25, just before their peak. Nice, nice ages. Um, having the players in the door that we have now, and I'm pretty sure we're done. I don't think we're going to see anything in the last sort of eight or nine hours. Out of 10... How good has this window been from Stuart Webber? And can we not forget we've lost Wendia, please? Because yeah, that is a... That, yeah. yeah. In terms of the players you're bringing in, I don't think you could do any more. I don't think you no. could get a better quality of player. Like you just listed off the internationals, the quality, living in Norwich in terms of yo-yo. Yeah. Like in terms of bringing and attracting players through the door, I don't think you could have done much more. Obviously, <laughs> losing Emmy is not ideal in any way, shape or form. You were to look to have lost an Aaron's or a Cantwell, and you still had Emmy in that side, you would say, "Wow, that's a team." Yeah, yeah. Which, is, which is your only shame. Of course, yeah. you don't. So I'd say probably an eight because you I have was, to take yeah. two away from Emmy. Eight and a half, maybe. So I was going eight, eight and a half. I'm going to take one away from Emmy because it's Emmy. We cannot replace him. He wanted to go. I get that Stuart Webber's hands were tied. This fine, but just for the sake of rating it, I'll take one off for Emmy. And then I'll take maybe half a point or one off just because I'm still slightly worried about a lack of goals. I think you share the same concern. I just, yeah. I don't know how well Pookie's going to do. Obviously, Sargent has the same question marks about him. We don't know how many goals he's going to net. Um, Campwell had a good season in the Prem last year. Will he fancy it this time? A lot of asked to Jolice, a lot of asked to Rashid's, a lot to ask of Rashid's on current viewing. Where are the goals going to come from? <laughs> Yeah, then this is the only problem. Whilst it probably sounds quite negative, we're very excited about the new signings. Yeah, yeah. In terms of scoring, the only problem I, the problem I have is how are the different ways we're going to score? I know McLean scored a co- from a corner at the weekend, which got ruled out, but we're not a threat from set pieces. We don't counter very well. And at the minute, we're not holding the ball very well. I think I we've got against... the players to counter better, though. Yes, and this is why we're talking now. We'll get on to Farker. That's where he yeah. needs to now adapt. Because yeah. that's not his system at all. You could see he really doesn't like counter-attacking. He, he, like when he came to the ball, uh, to the ball to Norwich, he said, "If I could have 100% of the ball, I would." Mm. That ha- that uh, that idea has to change because we're not at that. In maybe two years, like Brighton have now done, you can you could then go and beat Watford 2-0 quite comfortably and be able to have a lot of the ball. Those sort of things. 
at the minute it has to be almost a bit scrappy to keep yourself up and, and being able to out scrap teams like your burn these do like i don't know what leads were a bit of a freak last season bielsa is incredible but yeah you have to be able to really scrap and earn those points rather than try and play around everything because as soon as you get caught out in this league bang, it's a goal. It, like, mm. Leicester had three chances at the weekend, scored two. It's, it is that clinical. Yeah, it, you just cannot give away the chances like you can in the Championship. Exactly. OK, right, let's finish on this then. With the signings that are through the door, and obviously there's a long, we've only played three games, a long, long way to go yet. Another winter window as well, of course, before we reach the end of the season. But are we going to stay up? With the bodies we've got in now, how confident are you? And actually, let's I... have a prediction. Come on, where are we finishing? You have to have a lot of these to really hit the ground running, but there's quality there. That I think for me, this is the best transfer window bar Emmy that you could have had. I don't yes, think, and probably one of the best Norwich ever had. I'm buzzing about Kabak. He is, he is special. Like for Norwich's level, he could be anything. If he stay up for 11 million, he could go on and be 40, 50, 60 million. Yeah. Look at what we did with Godfrey. We sold him for 25. He played a year and a half for us. Like, and that's eleven, that's 11 million, even if he comes in and is sensational. Like, even if everyone's interested, we've got an option yeah. for 11. Cat, yeah, yeah. And, and Cat, yeah. Oh, he, he could be very, very special for Norwich. Yeah. That's, I don't think that's even being that that dramatic. Because seeing him in the Champions League, he didn't look out of place. No. So, whilst that is only a couple of performances, he could grow into whatever he wants to be. But, yeah, in terms of predictions and stuff, we never we could never be in a better place Apart from Emmy, <laughs> like yeah. in terms of what you've brought in, you couldn't have asked for anything else. I think you've got to be looking at around 16th, 17th. I think mm. that's the expectation now. Yeah. You look at Brentford, we should finish above them. You look at Watford, we should finish above them. We were points and points ahead of them last time. Uh, Arsenal. Brent- <laughs> yeah, finish above Arsenal as well. But you look at the likes of Newcastle, you look at the likes of but Burnley have spent a lot less than us. Yeah, you look have. at Burnley, those are the teams that's. What have we mentioned there? Four teams. That's your 16th position, yeah. potentially. And then, may, I don't know, Wolves haven't started brilliantly. They look good. They look all right, though, yeah. But they're not, they haven't scored yet. They're, they've scored, scored none and lost every game. True. So, and sometimes, whilst they have a better team, you never know that. You're never too good to go down. You can fall. Brighton as well don't always score. I think they're better than us. There's teams in and around us which we should be able to scrap against this year. And that's what I want to see more. We didn't beat really, apart from Bournemouth at home, we didn't beat anyone in and around us last time. No. That's what you have to do at this level. It's not these three games that will decide it. It's when we play Watford at home, it has to be a win. Yeah. There's nothing else. You can't accept a draw there. It has to be a win. Those sort of games, that will keep you up. So I'm going to say 17th with yeah. real optimism that everything comes together. Farker adapts adapts to his players rather than his players just adapting to his style. Mm-hmm. I am inclined to agree agree with most of that. I'm delighted we've got Max Aaron still. I, yeah. think that, I didn't expect him to be here. I think that's brilliant. Um, Arsenal are apparently interested, but like I say, clock's ticking. Um, agreed that a lot of players need to hit the ground running, at least sort of three or four of them. And that's quite a big ask. Um, but I am, like you say, apart from Emmy, I'm genuinely really pleased with what Stuart Webber's pulled out of the bag here. And I sort of, I just want to say, I'll go for 17th, right? But I don't care if it's on goal difference. Like, just stay Oh, no. Out. Fit on the last day. I don't exactly. care. And on that note, our goal difference is not good at the minute. It's like, what is it? Minus nine. I only scored yeah. one. 
or minus eight, but minus it's eight. one of them. Um, I realise that we play Liverpool and Man City, completely get that, but I don't think we can ship eight goals against them. We need to, I know they'll do that to a lot of teams, but if we want to stay out, we need to keep an eye on the goal difference. And I think those five nils need to be sort of no more than three nil, really. Well, that's just your whole point about your goal difference, isn't it? Like yeah. I can envisage now we'll be minus 40, Burnley will be minus 16, for example. There are your slight differences. It's an extra point. I know we're yeah. probably going into real specifics but it is an extra point down there so yeah just have to tighten up and it arsenal will be such a fascinating one we'll probably preview it anyway yeah. if people actually think we can go get something there that is a huge club with yeah. huge players there that is a that's not one we should go and get anything from are you like, confident though because i'm not like i'm i'm fairly confident we can get them. a point shouldn't no. fear them. that's the thing that's what i want to see if you lose that game 2-1 and you've put in as much uh, kind of attacking impetus as you can and, and really show that, OK, we're not just going to be kind of accept a loss here, which mm-hmm. we shouldn't do. Look at them, they've started so badly. We should be able to go and push it, like Brentford did, go and really push it at them. Then why not? Um, don't really see us winning, but yeah, let's hope. And then Watford's your main one. That's the one I'm looking at. That's where your season yeah. starts. There's a lot of pressure on it, but that's where your season really starts, where you go, right, got to get this win here. Yeah, I'm very excited that I've got a ticket for that one. It's a very important game. Um, But I think we'll leave it there for now because we've been going long enough, unless you want to get anything else off your chest. No, I think that's all good. Like I say, very positive in terms of Weber couldn't have done any more. We said very emotional when Buendia went and said, look, this is on you now, Stuart. You've got to deliver. And I don't think he could have done any more. So that's down to Daniel Farquhar's coaching staff. He earned good money. He's got to go and show it now to really... Because this is huge for Norwich. This, to keep us up, would mean wow the amount of players you're going to Progress. get Norman Kabak maybe mm. keeping Aaron's again maybe keeping Todd extending that contract and then being able to develop and bring in better players and keep going and and keep yourself in this league that's what you want to do rather than just keep being yo-yo because you will it's a lot more difficult to go up than it is to keep coming down yeah. so big 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 season ahead for Norwich hopefully we can do it looking forward to seeing what happens now it's going to be fascinating to see isn't it see all the mm players gelling hopefully we can do it Weber's done his job though couldn't have done it anymore it's on Daniel now you've got your tank he will take your misses but you've got your tank so let's leave it there thanks for watching let us know in the comments what you think of all the new signings where you think what 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 Norwich going to do this season are we going to stay up let us know in the comments or on Twitter whatever Um, but until next time thanks for watching and take care cheers